1: question do you know and understand that your physical needs are not your father's number one priority your physical safety is not his number one priority your physical health and well-being and position and power when the devil said to Jesus you know I'll give you all of that if you'll just bow before me I think it's implied I'm to we'll be careful with this I think it's implied in the text that there was temptation
0: Today, Pastor Robert will remind you of the Lord's priorities in your life. Now, if you were to rank God's priorities for you, you might put food at the top of the list. Maybe you would put safety at the top of the list, but really your physical needs aren't at the top of the list. Above all, Jesus values his relationship with you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter four with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. His love is the main thing. Jesus
1: knew that the Word of God is true, reliable, and profitable. And therefore, he wasn't deceived by the enemy. When the enemy came and said, you know, you're going to die if you don't eat something. Now, obviously, I'm reading between the lines here. Turn that rock into bread. Jesus' response to that automatically was, no, no. Yes, I'm hungry. Yes, I may may starve to death. But that's not my first concern. That's not priority one for me. I mean, he'd been 40 days, 40 nights without food. But he knew and believed that physical nourishment was not his father's number one priority for him out there in the desert. Question, do you know and understand that your physical needs are not your father's number one priority? Your physical safety is not his number one priority? Your physical health and well-being and position and power? When the devil said to Jesus, you know, I'll give you all of that if you'll just bow before me i think it's implied i want to be careful with this i think it's implied in the text that there was temptation i mean how could that be? it was a shortcut would you volunteer to be crucified not me why are you going to go through all that they're going you know how that's going i mean they're going to put nails through you they're going to humiliate you. They're going to strip you naked, beat you almost to death. They're going to make fun of you in front of everybody. And then they're going to drive spikes through your, through your body. And you're going to hang there and suffocate in agony. But if you just kneel down right here, we can cut through all of that. You don't, you don't have to deal with that. I'll, just, I'll, give you, I'll give you the whole world. Yeah, but see, the whole world wasn't priority wasn't the power the position the recognition that wasn't that wasn't the goal for Jesus and he understood it's not the goal of the father either he trusted the father's wisdom he trusted the father's love for him and for us and his use of scripture to contradict the devil in each of these three temptations point back to the same underlying principle eternal things outweigh temporal things they're of more significance of more importance you see what i mean we we can't see beyond the curtain you know we 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 all know that one day we're going to die or one day you know if the, the rapture's going to happen and we're going to be taken out we we know that theoretically we have that intellectual understanding we we see it as just remarkable when someone lives past a hundred a hundred years in the light of eternity. it's nothing just like the Bible says it's like a like a vapor like the morning dew that sun burns it away and it's Go on. We know that we're gonna be there longer than we're gonna be here. But it's 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 head, it's that it's that kind of academic knowledge. It's it's you understand? Do, Do we really know it? I mean, do we really believe it? If you really believe that you are going to be there with him for thousands of years after this, is that not is that not the place? Is that not the period of time to be most concerned about? Most focused on? Of course it is. Mark chapter 12, verse 18, and we're gonna conclude with this. Some Sadducees who say there is no resurrection came to Jesus and they asked him saying, Teacher, Moses wrote to us that if a man's brother dies and leaves his wife behind and leaves no children, his brother should take his wife and raise up offspring for his brother. Now, there were seven brothers. The first took a wife, and dying, he left no offspring. And the second took her and he died, nor did he leave any offspring. And the third likewise. So the seven had her and left no offspring. Last of all, the woman died also. Therefore, in the resurrection, when they rise, whose wife will she be? For all seven had her as wife. Jesus answered and said to them, are you not therefore mistaken because you do not know the scriptures, nor the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. But concerning the dead that they rise, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the burning bush passage, how God spoke to him saying, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. You were therefore greatly mistaken. Now, listen, I remember when Elizabeth and I first got married, you know, we'd been married a couple of months and she was reading through that passage and got kind of freaked out. You know, it's like, I'm not going to be your wife in heaven. What's up with that? We just got married. And if, if, the, if the rapture happens, we're going to... And I'm like, no, 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 no. The point of the passage, point of the passage is that the resurrection is coming. Point of the passage is that these experts in the law actually didn't know the scriptures. Look at it again, verse 24. Verse 24, Jesus answered and said to them, Are you not therefore mistaken because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God? Now, listen, I want to rephrase that. Often, often you and I are mistaken because we do not know the scriptures, even when we think we do. We've studied them mechanically. We've read them mechanically. We've not really taken the time to consider how they apply in our day-to-day lives. We're not absolutely convinced that they're true. We think we know better. After thousands of years, the Bible is being set aside. It's a fascinating thing. One of the best books I've, I've read in a, in a long time It's just Personal op- Opinion, the book that made your world. It's an Indian author. Mangalwadi is his last name. Looking at how the Bible changed cultures all over the world. The Bible changed human history as barbaric tribes found out that the holy scriptures were now available for the average person to read, they began to learn to read. And as they began to learn to read, they they were learning to read so that they could read the Bible. And as they read the Bible, they embraced it as the, the written word of God that it is. And they began to realize we've been, we've been stealing from one another, we've been murdering one another, we've been raping one another, we've been doing all this stuff that it's, it's, not, it's not good for us. It's self-destructive. It brings death. Sin always brings death. And so the, 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 it's like the face of the earth changed. But now, as cultures around the world are no longer embracing the Bible as the Word of God and no longer really reading it, Getting to know it, what do we see happening? The entire world's coming apart at the seams. It's getting worse and worse, and it's only going to get worse and worse as the Bible is rejected. You know, the the Bible tells us that God wants us healthy and prosperous, but his number one concern is not your physical health and well-being your material prosperity. No, it's your spiritual health, your spiritual wealth. Why? Because that's what lasts forever.
0: been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fowler. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org connect to our sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our youtube channel for more messages we also know how essential prayer is during this time and we want you to know we're already praying for you is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the lord please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org would you do the same for us Please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying. And if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.